Manaria. Manaria. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Manaria. I am Mike. I am Kalen. And uh, we've got some great stories in line for you today. We're doing a story episode. It's going to be stories. And we're just going to try to like let you in on our little secrets. Yeah. We already had a plan this time, which is so rare for us. We don't usually have a plan. We have no plan. Uh, really, uh, even this one. We have a basic plan this time, which is like... a three-word plan. Like, I'm, uh, you were starting a story just... So uh, the problem that me and, and Michael have is we have conversations that all sound like podcasts. That's true. Um, and we're like, why aren't we fucking podcasting? That's that's how this show got started, really. Uh, yes, it was. You're right. It was. Um, uh, because you're an excellent conversationalist. Well, I, I don't think I am. I think I'm a selfish person who likes to talk uh, too much. And you offer me something interesting enough to make me want to shut up occasionally, which is exactly where we are right now. Michael was about to delve into a really cool story that I said, shut the fuck up, Michael, and let's do a podcast. Yeah, hit record and then tell the story. Yeah, yeah. we should share all of this with you. Uh, regale me uh, with your tale. <laughs> okay, so uh, as you know, I grew up south of Boston. Yeah. And uh, right before I moved out of Massachusetts, I spent quite a bit of time up there. I actually lived up in Boston. It was a good time. Anyway, uh, me and my buddy Jay... We went up into the North End, which is the Italian quarter of Boston. It's like this little half-mile neighborhood, but it is as it is Italian as fuck. Like, I actually went to Italy. North End of Boston is more Italy than Italy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, well, there's an Italian-American construct that is so much of what we think <laughs> Italians are than Italians actually are. Exactly. Um, so what we think of and what you probably think of as Italian... This is the most, and I've been there, uh, this is the most Italian. Yeah. This is every movie. This is like living in The Sopranos, and it's great. Yeah, and also some of the best food in Boston. Uh, yeah, and some of the best Italian, um, Italian-American Italian food that you can get Yeah, right up there. Yeah, and it, it's actually a great, where uh, it's a spot where a lot of chefs will set up a shop and, you know, they'll fit maybe 12 people yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. And they'll That's have the this way. experimental menu. It's great. Yeah. Anyway. Do they call the sauce gravy there? I don't remember it being ca- called gravy. That's like a, maybe in New York. It's like, fuck, I don't do that. It's not gravy. I, we, we, this, that's a, a topic for another time. We'll bring Paul in um, because like his family called it gravy and I mock him incessantly. So we'll get it's him in. It's not gravy. It's not fucking, well, we, another time. Tell me Here's your wonderful... Have you ever heard, have you ever heard like a, an Italian chef be like, we need a more gravy for the pizza. Like it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's is that sauce. technically is that technically racist? Uh, yes, but I'm a little bit Italian, so it's okay. Me too. Oh, good. Oh. Are you offended? I don't get offended. Then it's not racist. Yeah, and you guys can suck it. <laughs> okay, so we're up in the North End, and we decide, hey, let's try to find the best pizza. We're we're in the mood for pizza. We went to the North End, uh, and so we're walking through the North End, and um, on more than one occasion, we passed. You know those signs on the sidewalk, the A-frame signs. Yeah. Uh, we, we pass more than a couple of these that say the, the best pizza in town, right? And uh, we end up just picking one. And we walk in. The place is empty. It's the middle of the day, middle afternoon. Like, we're probably after the lunch rush, before dinner. Yeah. Um, great time actually, to go. It's to a, a great time to go. Yeah. Because that's when you get to, like, see the guts of the restaurant in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. You know, they're like, the kitchen's back there just prepping. You might have one waiter. In which case, we did. We had one waiter who was also the bartender who was also the host. So, I mean, it was like... It was quiet hours Perfect. at this place. 
Okay. And um, we sit down and the waiter comes over and he's like, do you know what you want to eat? And we're like, well, we heard. Did he have that accent? He did have the accent. It's It was way better than the one I'm doing no, right no, now. No, no. But so he was affected. Oh, like he this was, was like, like a 65 year old, like slightly hunched back, very Italian guy. Copy. All right. So everyone's right. now in the same space. We're in yeah. the same visual space now. Yeah. And uh, again, we're in an empty restaurant. So I say, we're, we, we saw you got the best pizza in town. And he just goes, that's a good phrase to know. And I was like, what's that even mean? And I was like, can we just, can we have a pizza? And he was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyway, we order up our pizza, right? <laughs> but that was a weird phrase. That's a good phrase to know, right? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if that's a flex or if that is a defamation. What are you thinking when, when if someone says that to you? What The first thing I thought was like, the guy was like, yeah, we put it on our fucking billboard, but uh-huh. uh, you know, paparazzi's over down the street is technically I, I go there i like <laughs> i don't know the thing is it it, it creates a sense of of uh ominous yeah uh, that's it, exactly it yeah that's at the end of the day no matter what he meant you weren't meant to know exactly what he meant and he was he was <laughs> fucking you up yeah okay so now while we're sitting there we start to hear this rumble this chatter this this like jovial but very serious chatter coming from the back room. So this restaurant had like, you know, it's back family table. It's like banquet room. And it seemed like the staff was having their meeting back there. And it was, it was serious. And it was Italian as fuck. Again, it was Italian. <laughs> so they're back there having their thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just a low enough rumble that we're, we're not really paying attention. We're just enjoying our, our late lunch, early dinner. Uh, anyway, the phone rings. Our waiter bartender server host uh, host answers it and he goes okay hold on just a minute and he goes back to the banquet room where the way i vision this it was like do you remember that scene in the dark night when all the gangsters <laughs> wait <laughs> i don't know this story guys this is not staged uh, but, um so yeah i just had a perfect yeah continue i'm sorry all the gangsters are there and this is when the joker shows up and like pitches them yeah and it's just as ominous as you could imagine. Like, it's all the biggest bigwigs. Ladies and gentlemen. So he opens up the door to, like, tell them, hey, so-and-so's on the phone for you. And the guy at the table, he literally says this. You ready? He says, this guy goes, he says, tell him to call back when there's nobody here. And I was like, should we, should we leave? Should we not be here? What's going on? Like... What conversation is this guy about to have with you that I cannot overhear? Ah, oh, just want to be a part of that family, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I, can do, do you need a new server? Can I have a job here? Yeah, yeah. we will literally <laughs> fill out paperwork to be part of what what is about to happen. Yeah. Do you remember Godfather Part Three? The guy gets sucked into the family by just being a transporter. Like, all he does is deliver things. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. That was a great movie. It didn't fit with the other two at all. Well, yeah, the, the big thing that everybody bitches about is Sofia Coppola, um, who wasn't a good actress. Um, and if you don't know, if you hate The Godfather 3 because of her, <laughs> Winona Ryder was supposed to be her, and she got sick or another movie or something happened, and it was like last minute, and so Francis Ford Coppola used his daughter. Oh, wow. Um, and she is not good in it. Um, <laughs> but it's like, if you take that aspect away from it, it's not supposed to fit the movies because it's, a billion years later it's like it's the perfect finale the godfather 3 is underrated godfather 2 is the best godfather 1 you can think that's the best one and and i'm fine with that because it's the original but as a movie let's not get into this 
I'm getting all fucking fired up. Yeah. It's like, I get that Sofia Coppola, but she wasn't supposed to. She did her fucking dad a favor. They're Italian. <laughs> so he called. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to get, whatever. I can't get fucking, you know, Selma Hayek. I don't know if she was doing it then, but like he got his daughter to replace Winona Ryder real quick and the movie suffered for it. But it's like, give her, give, give him a break. And here's the thing. When Coppola says, I'm going to use my daughter, ain't nobody going to say, I don't think that's a good idea. See, what I think he should have done is use another family member as the daughter, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. What? Nicholas Cage's real name is Nicholas Coppola. Why wouldn't he keep that name? Uh, because he wanted to do it himself. Is he like the son of Francis? He is his nephew. No shit. And I mean, if he addressed as his daughter, what do you want, cuz? We're talking to Anna Garcia. <laughs> no, we can't make out, cuz. We can't make out, cuz. We can't make out, cuz. Then I'm, I'm blowing up the mic. I'm as far away as I can be. We can't make out, cuz. I'm going to, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to put break. the limiter on. <laughs> don't you dare. I did. Oh. Well, it's just, you know, okay, so you fine. don't do that again. We can't make out. Is that okay? It's not working. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm not going to do Nicolas Cage impressions anymore then. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Volume warning. It's a little late. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. We're doing the best we fucking it's can. Amazing. We're Italian. Yeah, we're doing this on no budget, and we're we're drunk the whole so time. So you had mafia. Did yeah, anything? So, else, what what so, else happened? Anyway, that was kind of the end of the story. Unfortunately, there was no more to it. But here's what here's where my mind took it. Here's my mind canon about what I witnessed. Mm -hmm. When you see a sign in Boston that says the best pizza in town, they are not talking about a pizza pie. They're talking about something else. That's a good phrase to know. It's a good phrase to know, and it, it made me wonder. Like, had I asked them for the other menu? What would I have been offered? There, the the options are limitless. Yeah, I know that's the thing. Like that, like anything could have happened there. Uh, that's so funny. I I had another story uh, that I was going to tell you, but you have uh, inspired me about mafia stories. Really? Yes. You uh, have a mafia story too. <laughs> I have a Danish mafia story. I did not know the Danes had a mafia. I think everybody has a mafia, but remember, uh, people don't think about Denmark very often. A lot of fun history there. Um, they're giant people. Uh, they Everybody thinks of the Swedes and the Nor Norwegians. Uh -huh. um, somehow Finland seems to get forgotten in our American lexicon. That's but, true. Huh? But, but Denmark, it's like because it's not quite on the, uh, the fjord area. Right. But they're the biggest. They're the biggest ones. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So hold on. Yeah. Before you get into this story, we have a new sponsor this week. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So we're gonna do a quick commercial break. Uh, bear with us, guys. We'll be right back with Kalen's Danish Mafia story right after this word from our newest sponsor. Maneria. Hey. Tired of all those dishes? <laughs> tired of that carbon footprint? Just washing, wasting water. But you want to eat that soup? <laughs> Try hand soup. We already did hand soup. We did? <laughs> we already did hand soup. It's, wait, now I'm going to do it again. It's like I want soup, but what, what's with all these stupid fucking bowls? Try hand soup. It's soup in your hand. It's hot. Hand soup. We already did hand soup. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let's do another one. All right, all right so we we're also brought to you by... Uh, by this commercial. Here we go. My girlfriend always wants me to wear Old Spice. Wear the Old Spice. <laughs> she says it reminds her of her grandpa. It reminds me of my 
my grandpa. She's been through a lot. Old Spice. It's a bit pervy. Maneria! I like that one. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back with the show. Wow, what a great sponsor. Old Spice, huh? Old Spice, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Send us samples. I, I actually have like, I, I wear Old Spice. Um, do you really? I used to do, it, when I was younger, I used to be like, smells like my dad. Um, <laughs> as something pervy and disgusting. And at this age, I'm like, ah, gotta go yeah, grab the next one up, isn't it? Yeah. There's I, a I, whole generation behind us, bro. Yep. Yep. We're there now. So yeah. uh, still good though. Still has yeah. legs. Yeah. And here's what I've realized uh, coming into the age of being able to teach younger people things. I still don't know shit. Uh, and so the people I was getting advice from back then, yeah, they probably were just winging it. Fuck, dude, I'm I'm literally a teacher, uh, mm-hmm. a music teacher, which is garbage. But mm-hmm. um, I am an educator uh, of the uh, fourth or fifth generation of my family as educators, and I don't think any one of us knew a goddamn thing. <laughs> so I mean, anarchy, man. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty this, much where we're going toward. I think we. Well, I think we might have to. Yeah, and speaking of anarchy, you know, anarchy. Manakarmanen. Speaking of anarchy. Nice diction. You know who doesn't follow the rules? Hmm. Mafias. Ah, wonderful pivot. <laughs> Thanks. That reminds me of a tale I was thinking about telling you before the word from our sponsors. <laughs> Just one second, let me slurp down some of this hand soup. Ow! Oh, so you actually enjoy hand soup. I'm not only... <laughs> I don't know how to do like I'm a member I don't know how to like get the hand soup thing going alright what well, does hand soup come in does it still come in a can that's a good question I think it might have to be in the pot but how's it get in the pot like how do you bring it home so I guess store? hand soup would fuck I guess there's just a universal trough in the center of town and it's boiling and you just dip your hand in it oh hand soup's not a great company <laughs> no they they keep losing a lot of money to lawsuits I I <laughs> I actually think the best concept of hand soup is that it's just regular soup that you don't put in a bowl. So you open up the soup and you just dip your hand in the pot. That's I think the joke is that it's like, I just don't want to use a bowl or a fucking ladle. Yeah. Like, I don't want to waste yeah. the dishes. I care about Gaia, Mother Earth. So dip your hand in the boiling pot. Is, ah! The slightly more painful version of hand cereal. Yeah. Hand cereal would yeah. actually work. Yeah, hand cereal. You just kind of put some cereal in your hand and pour some milk in there until you it overflows well, I mean, a little bit, and then you just. I would just pour milk in my mouth and put the cereal. I mean, in my that's mouth. that's the way we all do it. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, We've but, done that. Yeah. It hand soup is so funny and so wonderful <laughs> to me, it, but it, and yet it it's inexplicable and doesn't work. Yeah, and somehow we're still about it works. we're still riding that train. Yeah, but I can see your character hand soup. <laughs> it's a hand soup. Soap in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right well, let's like, get serious i like where this episode is but yes it's time to tell a story yeah we had discussed um it's a good phrase to know it's a good phrase to know yeah the best pizza mafia restaurant in, best uh, pizza in mafia. italian like american italian north boston yeah it was at chuck e cheese by the way <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> You were like, yeah, dude, if it says it, it's got to be real. Yep. It's like you were morons then. I get it. Okay, so you're just two Boston morons walking around. Not to keep putting off your story, but do you know that Chuck E. Cheese sells their pizza as delivery under a different name? There's a there's there's this whole thing called Ghost Kitchens, where a restaurant under one name will open a second brand to 
to create like a whole new like what? Um, like takeout or what's delivery. the Chuck E. Cheese pizza? I need to look it up. Hold on, vamp for yeah. a second. You talk yeah, about something. Yeah. Well, I've I've been wanting to go to Chuck E. Cheese to to see if the pizza. So, sidebar like. In Disneyland in L.A., there's something called Pizza Port. It's in the Futureland, Tomorrowland area. And I remember as a kid loving that pizza. And I went to Disneyland like five times in a row. And every time it was either closed or I couldn't get there or missed it. And I was like, I really want this pizza. So I built up this desire. And I had it. It's fucking garbage. So it didn't age well. Um, as opposed to like round table pizza, which if you haven't had is amazing. So I'm, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese to try their pizza but I also want to play the games but I can't go if I don't have a kid with me and I don't like kids I think we can still go I don't think they allow it I th- and this oh. is yeah no they don't allow dudes that look like well any dude but dude you and I if we were in Chuck E. Cheese would immediately turn in, into looking like pedophiles that's probably true no it's 100% true there's a lot of those games I still want to play I want to play all the games yeah I guess that's why they made like adult arcades. Yeah, because they realized that we couldn't go to Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Right. Ski ball, boom. Yeah, totally. All right, so Pascali's Pizza. If you order Pascali's Pizza for delivery, you're getting a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know first, but you heard it here first. Second or maybe third. Dude, confidence, man. Oh yeah, you deserve yeah. it. Hey, these are the these are the kind of facts you cannot get anywhere else. Tune into Minaria for facts you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, okay. brought to you by Hand Soup <laughs> and Pascali's Pizza. <laughs> Pascali, friend of the show. We're gonna have Send to. Samples, we're gonna have to do right a fucking Pascali's commercial. I know we are. All right, no, damn. we're not gonna do it because they send us the sides. We read them. You know what? Have I heard about? Have damn it. This here's the thing. I've had a lot to drink today. No, no, you're fine, buddy. You're killing it. I keep slurring really bad. It's not slurring as much as stumbling over your words I'm like really someone excited. with a head injury. Yeah, thank or, you. I just In- said injury. <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode more than gonna... any episode we've ever done. <laughs> oh, we should actually talk about the thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, okay. So um, tell us about <laughs> the Danish mob. Okay. Dutch mob? Danish. Danish. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I was on the road. Uh-huh. Back in the uh, aughts. That's the uh, early 2000s. Uh, late 2000s this time. It was like 2008 okay. or seven. Okay. I think it was 2007. I was a young buck, and uh, I was touring, and we were doing Europe. We, we went to Denmark. And we play a show, and we had... It was just one of those things where we had a big travel day, so we knew we were going to get to rest. So when you have those... And in Europe, it's like we had to get on a ferry to go around the fjords, like up to Norway or Sweden. It's awesome. You're, you're there for like, it's a big party. You know, you're on the ferry, you get your own room and you go around and you, because instead of like flying or, you know, you have to like, you park the bus down a giant ferry and you party. They have casinos. It's great. Nice. So it's like, all right, well, we're about to get on a party barge. So let's have some fun tonight. So we go out and we run into a group of people. And we start drinking with them. One of them, they, they, several of them came to the show. And so they were like, hey, come to our table. Come to, you know, so we're at this bar. So we get in the big corner. It's all roped off. Uh, there's an NHL goalie who uh, was off season and lived there because we export a lot of those, get those guys because they live in ice. Mm-hmm. And um, so we start hanging out. I'm drinking with the, the hockey guy. And quick sidebar, this is part of the story. Um People think rock stars party hard, and I did my share, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I was also a chef 
and worked with some professional chefs. And chefs party harder than rock stars. They party so hard. So hard. You know. And they a lot of you work their asses off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hockey players, when they're not working, live in a different world because they're batshit crazy. Oh, wow. So this man was... The party started by a tray of what I think was like Fernet or a similar facsimile thereof, which is like less sweet Jägermeister. Uh-huh. Um, and he gets a tray of these little shots and he starts drinking them. He starts drinking them and then pouring a couple, like he throws one over his shoulder and I'm like, and he's like, drink more! And I'm like, okay. What, I'm like, what, why is the one over his shoulder? Because he, he didn't give a fuck. Because he's oh, crazy. Okay. So this is how the evening started. Now, quick visual. Yeah. We're in the corner roped off. There's... Uh, shaved head, not not skinheads, like you know how you get that impression, but these are just like Jason Statham looking giants. Okay. Um, and an old guy sitting on a chair, sipping his drink, occasionally like leaning into one of the thugs and, and, and whispering and talking, just enjoying himself, but clearly not being bothered. And some broads. Is that cool to say broads? Um, because I'm going to tell you right now, these were broads. Like As these were, to... these were not like these were were drunk, vulgar, loud women who wanted to be that. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're not just saying there were women in the bar. You're no, saying no. These, these, there was the, a particular the, this, type of this woman. party had three or four who I found out later were hired escorts. Oh. Um, yes. This, okay. I didn't know where we were or what we were doing or who we were with. Okay. I go to the bathroom. Um, I'm in the urinal, um, the stall, not the stall, the, the stand-up thing. And it had this like, you know, little separator. But the problem is when someone is seven feet tall, there, that separator doesn't do anything. And a seven foot tall gentleman who was sitting in the chair that I didn't know was seven feet tall. I just thought it was huge. Uh-huh. Walks up next to me. He looks down at me cause I'm five, five. I'm like, well, now we've seen everything. And, uh, he's like, do you use protection? That's a bad accent, but I'm going to do it anyway. Great, it was very Russian. It's the problem was I just immediately turned him into a Russian because that's what it felt like. Yeah, I don't know the accent, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm gonna. Um, Should be like more German, right? eh, No, it's very very singular. Okay, Uh, I don't know what it is, but this is the accent we're getting. (laughs) Man, I'm trying to be. I have a shy guy. I have a shy (laughs) Danish. I have a shy bladder, so immediately the flow stops and I'm uncomfortable, and I'm like, uh. I mean, I, I try to, depending on the situation. Like, I just went with straight honesty, because when you're staring up at a seven-foot <laughs> tall guy with your dick in your hand, it's like, best be honest. And he's <laughs> so like... you're not getting one over on this. So do I. It's like, cool. And he reaches into his coat, and he pulls out a giant chain. A chain? And he picks it up, and he holds it over his head, and it falls to the ground. Frunk! What? Yeah. He just does that. And I'm like... What does this mean? That's his protection. That's his weapon. That's his. I don't know if he was initially chain talking about if in I was his scared. coat. Yep, he had in his trench coat. He had a giant chain that was at least at least seven feet long. What's he doing with it? Beating people I mean, to death with it. I understand you can beat he's them with a chain. He's beating people but... to death with it. Is what he's doing. Oh boy! So I uh, put my half pissed ding ding away. I didn't even wash my hands. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I just realized, I remembered that. And I popped back out and started like, I think I'm going to drink with the crazy fucking uh, 
goalie because I feel safer. <laughs> I might die of liver poisoning, or but I was like, I just don't know what to do with that information. Wait, now so, this was a guy that was at the bar. This was a guy at in our party, and so the, in the people group. who invited, he was at the show. So the group invited us to sit down. I was a, like little, so there's like ten people there, yeah. including the old dude. Uh huh. The goalie says, "Hey, do you know who that is?" Pointing at the old guy. I said, "No." Uh-huh. He said his name. He's like. He's been in prison for 25 years. Today is his release. He was celebrating. He met everyone after the show because they wanted to see you, uh, the, the the band. I was like, oh, well, that's great. I was like, why was he in prison? He's like, he's a he's the, one of the biggest mob bosses in Denmark. I was like, okay. Wow. I was like, could, all right. And then I was, that guy sitting next to me, that's clearly the muscle, and along with some others. I was like, okay. So I'm hanging out with the Danish mafia. Was he, was, so the guy in the bathroom, was he warning you to not? Don't know. Don't know why he did it. I think it was just a flex. I think that some guys look at a short guy who's confident because I was drunk and feeling <laughs> good about myself because I just played a show and hanging out with a goalie from the NHL. Is there and... any chance you said anything offensive to not the at all. boss? I was, I was, I thought all those things through. Okay. The, the, so the sidebar of that little episode was there was no point for that. This mm-hmm. is just the insanity of the machismo going on here. Because the gentleman comes back, sits down in the chair, and he looks at me, and I was like, hey. <laughs> I just did a scared face. Uh, and he's like, I enjoyed your show. You you were really crazy on stage. I was like, oh, thank you. He's like, my little niece loves loves corn, and she very much enjoyed you. I said, okay, thank you. And I was like, oh, I had these corn wristbands on that we wore on stage, you know, uh-huh. sweatbands. I was like, if you want, I took them off. I was like, I don't know if you want these because they're sweaty, but you can wash them and you can I'd gladly give them to your, your niece. Awesome. I was like, you know, just to say thank you. I appreciate it. And he stands up, all seven feet of him. And he was, I got measurements from people who can see. Uh-huh. And he p- puts his hands on my shoulders and he lifts me from my chair as though I weigh nothing to where I am head high with him. Oh my. And my feet are dangling now a good foot and a half off the floor. Uh-huh. He says, I will not forget this. And he wraps me in a big bear hug. Shut up. He's like, this is so nice. <laughs> and he said, this is so nice. And he puts me down and I give him the things. And then he basically drags me to the bar uh-huh. to get more of that terrible liquor. The fernet. And he's like, and then he's like, oh, what do you prefer? I was like, uh, I ordered something else. I think I was drinking vodka or Jaeger at the time. Uh-huh. I don't know. And there's like beer. And he's like, he's like, five. And they gave me a little tray and he brought it back to the table. He sat with me the whole time. And... He just stayed with me as opposed as the old guy. And and anybody who walked up to me, he would stand up and like act like a bodyguard. So what? now I've got a bodyguard in the Danish mafia. And he's like, we're going to go to a pool hall and we're going to bring more women. What do you mean more women? He's like, these are escorts. They're for him. It points to the mob boss. <laughs> Like, cool. <laughs> oh, because it was his yeah. first day out. Yeah. So obviously the yeah, gift this, to get a guy who this, just got out of yeah. jail is a harem. Yeah. And I never spoke to the dude. I gave him a, a, a cursory, like, like I wanted to make sure. I gave him a nod because the gentleman he was employing bought uh-huh. me drinks and I and I cheers him and he cheers me back. Like the decorum, I, I, this whole time I'm like, I don't know how this is going to end. Now the problem is they brought about a pound of cocaine and... And a bunch of women right at bus call. I was bus like, call? Yes. And we didn't realize what time I was with a couple other people. I was like, we had to get on the bus to go to the ferry to leave. Oh, so, literally the man yeah, bus call is get on the bus. We bus are leaving. Bus call. Yeah. So okay. it was a 4 a.m. bus call. 
problem was we were in um, summertime there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the sky never got dark. Oh, yeah, because it's so a little it bit northern. It's hard, hard to tell the time. So it was like kind wow. of dusky and things. And then I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, buddy. So a couple of the guys were there. I was like, we got to go. So I did a quick tutor and ran off. Didn't get any of the love. And the big giant guy said, anything you need in Denmark. And he gave me some business card, which I couldn't read, which I don't think I have anymore. Oh, my. And uh, that was my Danish mafia story. That was so much better than my mafia story. I don't Yours even know was, if mine was a mafia story. Well, it, it was 100% a mafia story. Yours had more like foreboding because we don't know what was going on. Yeah, I want to go back. I do too. I'll go with you. And we'll, I want to just ask for the best pizza in town and just see if they say it again. Oh, if it's a code word. Yeah. It's a code phrase. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was definitely like the weird... The, the chain in the bathroom, I still am like, that's a weird flex. I don't get that one. Well, I think he was fucking with me. I think he was negging me. I think he was like trying to make friends and oh, being like a saying. badass. Like, you know, uh-huh. like he's a giant dude. I mean, you know, he's, he's a killer probably. Probably. And it's like, he doesn't know how to, what's going to be. I, I really appreciated what you did tonight. And, uh, I felt very connected to you and, uh-huh. and the emotions of the music touched me and I enjoyed it. And my niece enjoyed it and we had a really great experience. So I just wanted to appreciate that. So that was how he said it by dropping a giant seven foot chain. Basically he was saying, uh, I respect you enough that I will murder somebody for you tonight. I think he was, I think that maybe, I think the the start of it was just like, he doesn't know how to relate to people. So okay. he did a tough guy joke. Yeah. I think he just did a, like a, are you, how are you going to handle this? Are, how, are you going to, are you going to respect me for me? Uh-huh. I'm putting myself out of the table here because this is what I do. <laughs> I don't know, man. See, now I remember going to a show when I was like 18 and it was one of those bars that were 18 plus but it was a bar. Yeah. Um, and it was my buddy's band playing. And they had a friend there that at some point, like, flashed a gun that he had in his waist. And I, and this is Massachusetts. Like, nobody carries a gun in Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, but he flashed it almost as, like, a, I got you. The, this whole group here, I got you. And it was like, what, what are you expecting to happen tonight? Yeah. And... Here's the difference between American bravado and European bravado. While mine was inappropriate and insane, uh-huh. the douchebag aspect of it was non-existent. There's nothing douchey about the insanity that happened to me. It's like, buddy, this is America. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of school shootings. Your gun is an extension of your tiny penis, and what you're doing here is douchery. Yeah, it felt a little weird. Yeah, it's not a great idea. Like, I, I know people who carry, and it's like... Um, if they're in a comfortable space, they'll be like, yeah, there's my guy right here. If it comes up in conversation, they'll like, you know, it's my pistol and that's fine. Like, that's all good. But if you were, none of those guys will print um, in public, which is you get arrested and put away right. for a long yeah, time. Yeah, brandishing is almost a worse crime than firing the damn thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, whoever your buddy was on that one. Um, Not a buddy. Just uh, a buddy's buddy. Buddy's buddies. Are weird. Buddies, buddies are weird. You got to watch out for that second level buddy. Well, yeah. Oftentimes I move buddies down to acquaintances if their buddies aren't great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, I can't hang with you. You uh, bring weird people. Yeah. It's like, if, if this is okay to you, there's a, a fundamental misunderstanding as to how I roll going on here, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be the title of my uh, biography. Yeah. Fundamental, fundamental misunderstanding as to how I roll. Hmm. That's going to be it. That's nice. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was our mob stories. I love it. 
that was nice. It was like we got a little. Uh, you guys got a little uh, deep dive into uh, who we are, yeah. what we do, and how. I guess I'm a little bit easier to freak out than than I thought. I mean, you know what? It, what it, here's the thing. I'm not afraid of the dark, but if I'm in a weird place, and if I go into a basement, like there was an abandoned building in L in L A. It gets used for film shoots all the time. Yeah, and uh, we snuck in one day. Kind of, there was another film crew there. We kind of snuck past them. So we were, they thought we were part of the crew. We just kind of walked by and uh, found my way to the basement where there were no lights on. And it was great. And I had my little cell phone light and we were kind of like exploring. I love exploring mm-hmm. abandoned places. One of my favorite things to do. And we got down to the basement and uh, it was super dark. And go around one corner and I flashed my flashlight, my little cell phone light to the right. And there was a chair with a doll on it. Obviously, you know, in retrospect, it's the the prop of another movie that shot here last week probably yeah but for just a moment i just played with it in my head and i got myself so scared because i was having a good time like being scared yeah so i i really enjoy that again not afraid of the dark but it's fun to be afraid of the dark yeah oh that's nice right yeah i'm not afraid of the dark but it's fun to be afraid of the dark yeah. it's fun I mean, to that's get why we tell ghost stories right yeah fear is a fun thing used correctly because it, it, it helps us channel the real fear of, of like the, un, the unknown, which is really all that we're really afraid yeah. of, uh, whatever that is. It's unknown um, control issues and, and do you like me and all this other <laughs> bullshit. Like, you know, like that fear is ba- like real fear is not a horror show entertainment. Right. Uh, real fear is, is our stupid insecurities, uh, you know, getting in the way of, of progress so yeah. that's why transferring that over to a creepy basement or a good horror movie or a good, you know, jumping out in front of somebody and pr- practical joking them like, you know, jump scare movies are my favorite because it's a cheap <laughs> thrill. Yeah. I love those slow burn psychological thrillers. Like, I love that stuff. But mm-hmm. dude, I like conjuring me all day. Yeah. Do it. I love it. It's cheap and it's fun because I'd rather be afraid of that than focus on my fear of of being insignificant. Oh, yeah, the real stuff. Yeah, that's... I'm that's way more afraid of zombies. No, I'd rather be afraid, with my hyphenated fingers yeah. here, um, of zombies than be afraid of my own worthlessness. Yes. <laughs> and somehow, we have pulled this into a into a deep philosophical conversation. Yeah. We, we can't miss. Nope. I hope you guys learned something. I hope... I don't give a fuck if you learned anything. Here's the thing. If you ever go up to Boston in the North End and you see a sign for the world's best pizza. No, best pizza in town. Go in. Have a good time. Yeah. Join the mob. Join the mob. And if you're ever in Denmark, don't worry if they brandish chains in the bathroom. Just give them a wristband. Just be nice. You know what? And then they'll give you giant bear hugs and your feet will dangle. I love when my feet dangle. You're a very tall man. Very I don't few that's people ever can talk. I think this gentleman could have made you dangle. I think... <laughs> He can make my dingle, dangle, dingle. I, well, he can do whatever he wanted to you. <laughs> Probably. No, no. There's, yeah, whatever he wanted. I was like, there there were certain moments and I've hung out with people. I'm like, wow, this person could overpower me and do whatever they want to me. And I think about that in group situations. Mm-hmm. It's like, I try to stay pretty good at my physical defenses. And, you know, I feel like I'm, I can handle myself despite my diminutive size. But you do a really good job of creating a, a, a bubble around yourself in that you usually are armed yes with something deadly yeah oh all the time i had two knives on me uh, in the bar today really yeah huh 
And you didn't brandish a single one. I never brandish. Why? Because you're not a douche. I'm not a douche. No. The idea is if somebody fucks with us and it's it's a life or death situation, I can put something in their throat. That's nice. Um, But yeah, no, this is not a tough guy situation. But there are those moments when you're like, I am so out of control physically in this situation. If you you can literally do what you want to me. And that's where you learn humor, kids. (laughs) Fight, flight, submit, make jokes. Yeah. It's actually four. Yep. I never, and I'll never submit. I would rather not fly because it's running. Running's been, you broke an arm running recently. Uh, Yeah. That was funny. So that one's right out. Yeah. I, I think the contusion <laughs> in my knee and my elbow is healed now. I can I can go back to running. But So you're pretty much down to fight and uh, make, make humor? Fight and make jokes. Ma- fight and make jokes. And make jokes. Actually, is... fighting and making jokes is great. Yeah. Those are the, the guys I go to. Like, And making jokes is going to be 99 out of 100 times. Yeah. You're going to you're gonna have to physically touch me in order to start some brawl. Also the premise to every Nicolas Cage movie ever, fighting and making jokes. <laughs> I want to be your girlfriend, Andy Garcia. I want to be your girlfriend, Andy Garcia. It's a terrible Nicholas Cage. I love it. Like, I'm I'm Sofia Coppola. Oh, my dad's. That's good. I wish you guys could have seen that. Should we do like video on these at some point? Yeah, we'll definitely do video on these at some point. Hey, you guys out there, if you want us to do video for this podcast so you can see our faces... And see just how much alcohol we consume yep. during one recording. Yep. Um, let us know because us know. that's something we can make happen. It's just something I don't want to make happen. We're gonna we're gonna wait for your uh, beckoning. Yeah, demand it. Demand it. Make us do it. Call make us, us garbage. Y- yeah. Or humiliate us. Well, I, are you into that? Doggy train us. Do you like like public no. humiliation? Stuff? No, I don't actually. It's I I like I like the concept of it as comedy like the idea of <laughs> it's like like being married to a woman who like like if you're like in a, mis- a business meeting and she yeah. walks out in a robe drinking a martini high on Valium and you're like this is my beautiful wife Glenda and she's like you're a fucking garbage pig and she walks away and like, oh god and like you're like, like I'm sorry about yeah. her but like your heart is a rock because that's oh, right. how you get off like the concept of getting off on on being broken mm-hmm. like there's I get off on 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 concepts, on mental concepts, uh-huh. like that—that that human. That, that's funny. And plus, the other thing is, I don't know if it's. It, I think it would be really hard to humiliate you because if someone was like, "Hey, we're having a dinner party tonight. You're gonna have to be naked the whole time." Sorry, you'd be like, uh, okay. "Okay." And if someone was like, "All right, we're having a dinner party tonight, and I'm gonna make you wear this dress," you'd be like, "Okay." And if someone was <laughs> like, "I don't know what it would be," uh, you could crawl out on all fours and uh, lick people's feet when they come. Uh, I would just hit you. It's like I'm that not going to submit to you. Okay. Yeah, well, that, I won't be humiliated. Um, now, if if it's like if you were going to give me a million dollars for that, or if it was like, you know, one of those situations. Now, if it was like blackmail and and you were going to do that, I would gladly do it, and then I would spend the rest of my existence getting you back. That's fair. Yeah, the humiliation. Um, I have my own. I think I humiliate myself um, in places like you know, <laughs> uh, and that's it's my own bullshit. Uh, but I don't also like, I think a, a really healthy way to exist, and I try, is to not give people that much power. Like, oh, yeah. Like, why? There's not one person on planet Earth, and, and that includes my wonderful parents, my family, my wife, and my closest friends, who I will give enough power 
to like de- derive my self-worth from their approval. Mm. Like I'm going to try to be the best person I can for them and do right by them. But it's like, if they don't like something I'm doing personally for myself and try to like shame me on that, it's like, good luck. Like you, you're not <laughs> blips on my radar as far as that goes. Like you, mm. you don't fucking, you don't live in that realm. Like you don't have the power to make me feel one way or another. If I disappoint you, I will feel bad. Like yeah, that would make me feel bad. Huh? But like, as far as like trying to like make me do something or feel some way or act a certain way. And if you don't like what I'm doing, especially in my own kingdom, you can eat the corn out of my shit. Again, you hit me with another picture that I just don't want. <laughs> Dude, this was a home run. This was a good one. Yeah, this felt really good. I think yeah. that talking about how good we did is a great way. Yeah, of, I think uh, everyone loves that. I Why wouldn't they? Actually, the show gets better the more we talk about how good the show is. I think that's... Well, I mean, A, it fills in time with absolute gold. Yeah. Like what we're doing right now is content gold. You know what? Is, are there awards for podcasts yet? If, well, I mean, we've already we've already won them if they are pretty much there. Yeah. I mean, we're just waiting for them in the mail and it's, and it's because of you guys, you guys listening. It's not really, we could do this by ourselves. Actually, that's pretty much what we're doing right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> do you like it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, guys. Well, this has been, um, this was been a good episode. That this only got, was Ben. This was Ben. Damn it. It's happened again, didn't it? I'm having a hard day with words. Actually, I'm having a hard week with words. It's been very strange. It's okay. That means that, that it's probably just a brain aneurysm. You're fine. Yeah, probably. Maybe I need to sleep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Man Area. If you like us, share us with your friends. And if you hate us, share us with all of your enemies. See you later, fuckers. Later. Man Area. Oh!